Good afternoon. You are listening to the Recovery Hour Talk Radio Show that is being brought to you by the Rockdale County Stepping Up Initiative. You can continue listening to us on the CAT 10 ENT Network by downloading the His Hop Radio app. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoy the show. privilege of bringing this message all across the world. Um, Once again, before we get off to the cosmos, I would be remiss if I didn't shout out to some of our partners. Shout out to One Heart Ministries for all the things they do. And and man, it's just, (laughs) we're going to get them to kind of talk about it. Um, But the reason that uh, they are here is not because of the bright light that they shine on top of their building or because of anything other than the power of their ministry and in the power of the distribution of true resources to the true community because when I heard about them I heard about them from people who were in search of food people who were in search of real true substantiated resources to feed themselves and that's when everybody said hey man go to extra mile go to the food bank man they serve what days the biggest question about them was what days do they serve not what they serve because they serve it good over there and and i remember one day a guy came in here and said hey listen these are some cards for people to get food from the food bank and they gave me those resources and and that was so powerful to me that I said, and, and once they were here in the same building with us at 1400 Parker Road, and, and I met Pastor Gerald way before, and, and I just didn't realize. <laughs> it, it was kind of complicated, that Pastor Gerald and One Heart and da-da-da, and, and all of that. It was just kind of complicated. Or I, either I'm a little slow, but it, it took me a while to get it all, put it all together. But when it all came together in my head, and I realized Oh, man, this is what we're doing. And and today we are doing powerful things together. And and today uh, people are the recipients of all the things we got going on. And so also I'd like to shout out to uh, Push Ministries, um, which is um, Push Ministries, (laughs) which is Keisha and, and, and you know, she's got so many titles, man. I don't ever know which one to use. Uh, but I know this. That when I was sitting down with her and we were talking about distribution of food, and she said to me, yeah, man, I used to distribute food straight out the trunk of my car in downtown Atlanta. And when she said that, boy, I signed on, man. Because I, there are some people that are scared to open up the trunk of their car in downtown Atlanta. You understand what I'm saying? And let alone be given something out of it and, or let alone even be there. That's right. And, and the constitution of that character is, is something that uh, speaks volumes to me. And, and, and I don't believe everything I hear. Um, because I guess because I used to lie so profusely and so proficiently that I have a phobia about just hearing things. And the, and I, it's got to be true for me to uh, 
really believe it. And, and so today, uh, I'm privileged to know that these partners who are in the room, I believe in them, and, and they believe in what we're doing. And we have multiple beliefs, which we'll probably get into some of those today. But those beliefs are not a barrier to us being a we. And that's big. And shout out to Commissioner Dr. Doreen Williams, who is the tip of the spear, the leader of the Stepping Up Initiative, who uh, puts the batteries in our back. Uh, shout out to Department of Behavioral Health and Developmental Disabilities because they uh, provide funding for addiction recovery support centers and, and they are advocates for people in recovery to have the autonomy to make decisions and to have processes that truly serve the community and not just serve systems. And so um, when they reached out to me and said, man, we see what you're doing and we want to fund it, then that's something I can believe in because they believe in me and they believe in we. They believe in, in this power of recovery and the authenticity of our voice. So that being said, that's truly powerful. And so today we have an incredible show because we have a plethora of partners. We got the leader of the Sponsorship Bureau. We got members of our media team who are, have just taken over the world, who are saturating the world with just, oh man, I'm gonna let them tell you, uh, I'm gonna let them tell you. But I know that today we are stronger and today, uh, Tanisha, say hi to all those people out there in Radio Land to hear the sound of your voice. Hello everyone, um, I'm glad to be back with all of our followers, our listeners, um, everyone across the airwaves, um, even out there in Germany. Um, I'm just grateful for another day, another week here with you all, um, and excited about the show. With that being said, um, today we come together and we're getting ready to have an event on, um, we have a lot of events and we got a lot of things going on. Um, that involve the people who are sitting right here. So we're going to try to get to all of them. But first of all, we're talking about turkeys and testimonies, which is an event that we're doing on November the 21st, which is a Tuesday. Next Tuesday, as a matter of fact, and for turkeys and testimonies from 2 to 5 p.m., we are going to be giving away turkeys and stuff, right? And, and that's a box, there's a turkey in the box and stuff in there stuff like macaroni and cheese and, and stuffing and, and what's the purple stuff? What, what cranberry. Cranberry sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and all of those things and, and oh, green beans. Somebody say, you don't eat nothing green. So we have some green beans in there, something green in there. So people just can't be pure haters on us meat lovers. Um, uh, but it's, we are doing it. All the people in this room are part of it. All the people in this room are the inspiration and the impetus behind it um, and, and for a lot of different reasons. Not just because we got turkeys today, but because we used to smoke some stuff that said don't eat. Right? And, and there are some of us in here, that it might be a week since we ate anything but Little Debbie's or some corn chips. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And um, there are some of us in this room that said we don't drink water because it rusts pipes. Um, today we drink water um, and, and that water is safer because I ain't never locked myself in a hotel room with a case of water and peeped out the window you understand what I'm saying <laughs> so, so water is good so anyway with that being said um, I, I want to ask you guys some questions and, and um, 
We got Joshua with us. We got Azal with us. We got Ridge with us. Uh, we got Markel with us. Um, we are you anonymous? Oh no, we we got all of our partners from the, from Push with us. We got Pastor Gerald from. Um, we got all y'all with us, man. And so I want to ask y'all a question, and I'm going to start with uh, you, Azal, because. AIDS. It starts with the AIDS, right? There you go. So let me ask you a question, um, not just for turkeys and testimonies, but for what is your why? Why are you here today? Why are you so involved in all these things we're doing? Why are you changing the world? Oh, gosh. I'm, I'm here to just change my life, Mr. Bill, and, and to just embrace other people. That's something that I've never really done before. I, I love the Grit and Grace family to embrace us, to do, to serve um, everybody here and to make a difference in their lives as well as my own. Wow, man, that, that's powerful stuff. Um, so, and then I'm gonna go to Pastor Gerald. Pastor Gerald, why, why you, you know, um, we don't have any pulpit here and we don't have any, you know, all that stuff here, but why are you here today with us? Yes, we ain't even got to the turkeys and testimony before. Why are you here today with us? So I asked you, would you want to do this? You said, absolutely. And so what is your why? My, I tell you, a melting pot. Melting pots are good. I love melting pots. I can't eat gumbo with shrimp and stuff in it because I'm allergic to shellfish, but I like a mixture of stuff. I mix all my Thanksgiving food together. Everything touched. I love it. Um, one of my things that, that, that's on my heart, man, is that people will be together. And this gives the opportunity for me to be with people uh, and us to be together and doing something that is productive. Me personally, everything I do, I do as unto the Lord Jesus Christ. So I'm here because of Jesus Christ. Rest assured, I met you because of Jesus Christ. And anything that I've done with you since then has been because of Jesus Christ. Even though I do know that, you know, we, we do do well ministry together. Uh, I've seen it happen a time or two. And then I enjoy because I get to learn from you. You always talk about iron sharpening iron. And that's always a beautiful thing to, while I'm working with somebody or doing ministry with somebody, I'm learning from them at the same time. I don't know, you probably have said it multiple times. You probably said you feel the same way, but I'm gonna say it first now, since I got the I got the mic. I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna be the one to say it first uh, this time. But that's why I'm here, man. I, I, I love seeing people together, doing something constructive, especially helping other people. And that's what this is about. People getting together and then really just serving other folk. Yeah, man, that's powerful. And so Keisha, um, what, what is your why? Why are you here today? And then we're going to get to why we're doing Turkish testimony. But why are you here today? Because you could be, you're, you're a world traveler. You, you're in the country today. And, and you know, for those of us that don't have helicopters and jets and all different kind of resources to be wherever, in the universe we might want to be. Why are you here with us today doing this? Oh, Mr. Jeff. I'm here because of you, Mr. No. I'm here because of the vision that you had for the community. Seriously, um, I've been in the Rockdale County community for in and out for over 20 years. Hmm. And so I, I don't believe that you can um, be a part of something without actually applying some action. With it. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, without being the hands and feet you know, for the community and really connecting and being effective. Like, silence speaks. You can live in a place but not be effective in the change of that place, but yet we complain about it. 
No, in order to be a part of something, you have to be willing to put hands and feet to the ground. You have to be willing to put your hands to the plow. You gotta be willing to work out and, and, and come and link in with the community so the community as a whole can prosper. And so this is why I'm here because you know, we can we could point out issues, we can point out problems, you know, we could we can see needs, but unless you're willing to do something about it, uh, faith without works, you gotta have some applied action. It's a, recipro a reciprocal requirement. So unless you're willing to align your faith with the need, then it's not faith at all. So I'm, I'm here because of, of the faith that I have in this community, that God, you know, whatever God wants to accomplish can be greater than any one person as we learn how to, you know, partner together. Yeah, I, I'm here because y'all fried my chicken, man. For real, man. <laughs> I can hang out with y'all, man. I, man, that's gravy, man. Rich, let me ask you a question. And, and Rich, I have the most tremendous amount of respect for you. Um, you're a true humble servant. And, and, and from the very day I met you, um, you had attended a meeting, and, and you called me after the meeting, and you said, "My name is Rich Pierce," and and in about two and a half minutes into that conversation or quicker, I, I could hear the power of the program in you, right? I could hear it. it, it's in there. The whole, the literature is in there, the commitment, the steps and everything is in there. And, and also a powerful man of God and, and all of that. And um, I, I didn't hear that part first, I heard the program first. And, and, and uh, you told me I just attended a meeting at Grit and Grace and I am calling because I want to know more about what y'all are doing that I can understand what what I'm getting ready to do next. And, and that was incredibly powerful. And that led to me saying, well, um, I'll meet, we can meet on Monday. And I don't know how many Mondays that was ago. But I've probably seen you every week since then, more than once a week, once one day a week. So, uh, Reg, why are you here right now doing this with us? First and foremost, I want to give God the glory for making it possible for me to be here, you know, and saving my life. Because I was a joker, I OD'd off of drugs, I went back and got that same drug again. Yes. And when I made a meeting here at Gritton Grace, I knew in Atlanta, coming from New Jersey and New York, and I was hungry to find a place to have a meeting over seven days a week. And when I met Britain Grace, and I saw the van outside, and I saw the number, I made a call right after the meeting. And I spoke to you, Brother Bill. And when I spoke to you, I felt uh, enthusiasm for our recovery. Yes. And, in, and I felt, in, our, in, our, in recovery, we, we got traditions. And our first tradition is unity. And unity is a must. And when I talked to you, I felt the unity in your voice. And when I came here to Great and Grace, I saw the unity in the meeting. So what I did, I plugged right in. You know what I mean? And having over 31 years of recovery, I felt I can give back something in sponsorship. And sponsorship is a heartbeat of recovery. Yes. And you know, I felt so good because the people here embraced me. And the respect I got from you and everybody here. They hugged me and they embraced me and was willing to hear what I have to say. Because I remember being out there, nobody wanted to hear nothing from me. I, I could go in a, go in a house with a handful of drugs, remember my drugs gone, 
They open the door and say, all right, that's it. But I'm here, I don't have to bring nothing to the table but my love, my spirit, and my care, and my, the service interest, the best interest that I want to give away. And that's all you guys ask of me. So that's why I'm here every day, and I'm gonna continue to be here. Why? Because you build my spirit to the highest we ever go. We would like to thank our leader, Commissioner Dr. Doreen Williams, the Rockdale County Sheriff's Office, along with other numerous partners and stakeholders that are taking the initiative to create change for the Rockdale County recovery community. We know that it takes all parts of a community to carry out this vision and together we are strong. Why are you here today under duress? <laughs> no, for real, man, why, why are you here today doing, and, and, and I, I commend you because I don't know about anybody else in this room, but this is a cup that I wanted to pass by my lips. This is one I didn't want to drink out of this cup. And, and, and I had no intention on staying. I, I just, I came into treatment or recovery. I did not come in to become Mr. Bill. I did not come in to serve people. I did not come in to be a motivational speaker. I did not come in to do radio shows. I did not come in for any honorable thing. I came in to hide from the police. That's the only reason I came up in here. And, and, and the miracle happened while I was Ooh. here, right? And, and that was 15 years ago, and I hide no more. You understand what I'm saying? And, and so for that, I'm grateful. But Josh, why, why are you doing this with us today, man? One, uh, to get comfortable doing uncomfortable things. Yes. But uh, the drugs that I, were doing, that I was doing, um, every time I did it, it was 50-50 whether I would live or die. Yes. And I was very indifferent on life. And now that I've gotten nine months, I see that I was being really selfish, that my life um, affects other people. It's not just my life. And then my life can also impact other people that I haven't met. And then in turn, they can change other people as well. Yeah, man, that, that's really big stuff. Um, sure. And Marquel, let me ask you a question. Um, why are you doing what you're doing here today? Uh, one reason I can say I'm doing it is because I like doing it, and I know I was I was sending to a court program which opened they actually opened this door for me to come here, but I took it upon myself to start coming and keep coming, and I like it. I'm gaining from it every day. Yes. I learn something new. I'm doing something that I like to do, and. Yes. Yeah, I'm blessed. Yeah, that, that's good stuff. And so, are you here today? Um, and, and, so, <coughs> y'all go, oh, you ended up. Um, so, Shante, why, why are you here today? Uh, well, I'm here today um, um, because I'm a person of, I don't like the people that just talk about it. I like somebody to be about it. I'm from a neighborhood where people did a lot of talking. Yeah. And the reason why I'm here is because I see the action. I see, you know what I'm saying, that you being an example of the change. Yeah. You can't tell me about something if you haven't experienced it. So your testimony have drawn me. Yeah. Your testimony have inspired me to um, you know, stick around. Yeah. You understand? Um, and it's not about one island. You let me see so many different hats uh -huh. of you. 
yeah. you understand who you can talk to on my level and then on the corporate level or, you know in the streets out of the streets yeah. or here in the city and so i'm just inspired and i like to stick around because i want to know more about yeah. um, recovery my um addiction was not drugs per se it was you know the type of dudes that i was attracted right. to okay. so it's the trauma and being a part of push um, mentorship leadership program has taught me to dig inside of me what's inside of me to keep attracting this stuff and so a lot of people don't want accountability so it starts with accountability first to me yes wow that that is so powerful and so speaking of push so and, and so all the people out there that can hear the sound of our voice we, we're just we're getting ready to touch on a couple ministries and, and just some of the just the, right what they do why they do it what the what it, yeah push is not just some letters and so he said tell the people out there radio land what push is and why push is okay so push is the acronym for position yourself higher and i believe that in order for us to really be what god has called us to be we've got to learn how to position ourselves higher you have to come up from out of the dirt from out of the mud from off, you know what i'm saying off the side of the road you got to position yourself at a higher perspective than maybe you've even experienced. But it takes you that relationship with God, that, that getting to know who you are in Christ. Because you can't find it in the building, you can't find it in somebody else. You gotta find that's something that you gotta deal with inside of you. And so the ministry is pushed, position yourself higher, because it's time for everybody to come up. God has something for us all to do. And as long as we stay in this low place, we'll never accomplish. Wow, that, that's really good stuff. And, and so Gerald, um, One Heart Ministries, and help us, you know, and I know, and, and I am a true and genuine recipient, another satisfied customer, <laughs> however, however, tell the people out there in Radio Land what, what One Heart Ministries is, who it is, why it is, where it is, how it is. Man, bless the Lord. Uh so One Heart Ministry was established in 2006 underneath uh, Pastor Sheldon, um, and it was a sister ministry out of First Baptist Conyers, uh, the so-called Big Church on the Hill off 138. Um, it, it, it was surprising to many people that it would be an African-American director directing it in this church, which was mostly Caucasian, but that, that's, that's what happened. And God allowed it to be birthed there for many reasons that I won't get into, but it was the perfect place for it to actually get its start from. It opened the door for a lot of wonderful things to begin to happen over there at First Baptist. But then my heart began to stretch its tentacles, and as it stretched its tentacles, we began to see things like uh, extra mile food ministry um, over on um, commercial drive where we've been able to feed individuals since 2014 and, and, and still rolling, even through the process of COVID. You're talking about school devotions, getting to the schools, talking to talking to the kids about real life. And Jesus is real life. I know I know we, we, we go to certain places, we say, oh, we gotta keep it real. And I'm keeping it real when I talk about Jesus. Yeah. That's for sure. And the idea is to truly keep it real. Talk about those things that happen um, in their everyday life, but talk about the effects that Jesus can have in those things. So getting into the schools, man, we've had multiple, multiple teachers to help us to get into the schools in Rockdale County, and we've been able to be in there uh, since 2006 also, still doing school devotions, uh, business devotions. Man, we're going to businesses. Recording in progress. And we also minister into businesses 
talking to them about business, talking to them about finances, and also talking to them about Jesus Christ. There is nowhere in our culture where Jesus can't be infused. And we want to make sure that Jesus is infused in every single part of our culture. You talk about Christmas hope for the holidays, uh, toy drives. Um, One Heart has tried to really look at the community as a whole in regards to all its needs and then be able to add just a little bit of ministry in each one of those areas because we want people to know Jesus can operate in every area. So you talk about prison ministries, homeless ministries, and all of those things. And there's a few more, um, but, but we don't have to go that far. One Heart Ministries, the objective is to bring all these hearts together. And that's still the objective today. Jesus is the only one that can do it, but there is some work that we have to do, and that's what One Heart uh, represents. You know, and that's really powerful because as I came here and started to put together the project plan, because a lot of people think I'm just the executive director of Great Great. A lot of people think a lot of things about me, but however, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> I, I, you know, um, a lot of people think I'm the executive director of Great Grace, and I am. However, what some people don't know, I'm also the project developer for the Stepping Up Initiative, which is a community-wide initiative to put things in place that that are that fill in the gaps and, and kind of to Keisha's point, identifying a gap is not this incredible feat. You know what I mean? Because the same gaps have been the gaps since I can ever remember. And and I think what is bigger than that is when you find the gap, you find human beings in the gap, and they're usually dying. And, and so for people to look at me and down in a gap and see me dying in the same gap that thousands of other people have died in and say, oh, we've identified the gap. I'm not impressed, right? And, and, and this is the thing. I, like uh, Shantae said, don't talk about fighting. Start fighting. You understand what I'm saying? What are you contributing to? I want to know how many people have you hit, man. You understand? Because I've been hit several times. And did you hit any of those people that hit me? And if you say no, then I'm probably, you know what I'm saying? My natural reflex it, I, I get confused easy because I don't know who's on the who's on my team because you ain't swinging right. So that's the thing. As I started to develop the project plan and started to develop the grit and grace plan, and I was talking to you, I realized a lot of the things that I thought I thought I invented Cotton and Augusta, but a lot of the things that I wanted to do were things that y'all have been doing for a very long time. So I said to myself, it's a no-brainer that. You know, it, let's do it together. I, I mean, y'all, can I ride with y'all? Because I ain't too proud. You understand what I'm saying? And, and especially kingdom-driven people. God-driven people, man. And, and this is the thing, and I was sharing this in a meeting earlier. I want better. I want better. And, and, and I want to be better. I want to do better. And a lot of people want better, but they don't want the... Price. They don't want the work. Discipline is about doing some things that once you wouldn't have done, and now you do them on purpose. You know, kind of like Josh said, man, I I, I want to love doing this, being uncomfortable. You know, so when you sit for me, and, and I'm getting better, but when I sit in the room with two or three pastors, right? <laughs> 
it's inevitable that I'm going to get better. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, you know, you can try to run from it. You can try to just mix it up or whatever, however you want to try to camouflage it, really. And if they are authentic, then you will get better. And, and you know, and it will probably be uncomfortable for you. And, and if they're good pastors, they won't throw you out the car. <laughs> And that's the best part about our relationship. Y'all ain't kicked me out the car yet. You understand what I'm saying? So, so that, that inspires me to try to do better because I don't want to get kicked out of the car, man, because we're going somewhere. And we're, you know what I'm saying? We're on that Hussein Bolt thing, man, and, and I want to ride. I, I want to go. So anyway, with that being said, um, I, 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 um, as I've watched you guys, you talk about your service, and I watch your service, and, and I am trying to understand how to be a humble servant. And where I came from, humility wasn't on the menu. And if we were serving, it definitely wasn't hope, right? And, and it definitely wasn't compassion. It wasn't empathy. It wasn't all those things. And today, um, that's why I'm grateful for the partners I have in the room. That, that's why I'm grateful for the ministry of lions, tigers, and bears. See, because it, with lions, tigers, and bears, and this is something that part of our our structure hasn't figured out yet with lions tigers and bears if you don't respect them and you don't hear them and you don't honor them and you're not true and your heart ain't in it they will probably eat you at some point and you're going to blame it on them however <laughs> man you, you you turned into a sandwich man you understand you stopped being authentic and you became lunch Straight up, and, and and everybody ate. And when you walk in the room, everybody said, "I don't know what happened to him. I think he left." Right? Say, so, "Ain't that his sweater?" Yeah, I think he left it. It was torn up like that when he came in here. So I, my thing is, and that's why I um, so honor the people that are in this room because they hold me accountable. It it can't be fake. It can't be superficial. It can't be half. See, I changed my language just because he was here. It can't be half. Right? That's right. And I left the whole other part of that statement out. <laughs> That's because y'all are the spiritual foundation of my program. Anyway, with that being said, I know we're getting ready to do this thing called turkeys and testimonies. Now, let me ask you a question. And I'm going to start with you, Keisha. Right, because why turkeys and testimonies? Why not just a food drive? I was talking in church the other day, and, and the, the lady announced it, and she said, we're having a food drive. And I said, oh, we, yeah. And I hate to interrupt people, especially in church, right? But I said, hey, we giving away turkeys. That's different from a food drive, right? Because if you said hey, we're giving away food, that's one thing. If you say we're having a food drive, that's another thing. If you say we give away turkeys, I'm like, oh, really? Hoes? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Where it? Where y'all? And I'm starting asking questions then. Like, where? What time you start? Where you at? How big are the turkey? You know. So anyway. Um, why turkeys and testimonies? Why not just turkeys? Why not just food drive? Why not just hand out Bible tracts? Why, why not just stand there and say, right? Why all of that? Why is all that important? You know, um, for me, it's this Thanksgiving, you know, um, recognizing the thankfulness. So how do we recognize that thankfulness? By testifying, giving the testimony of God's goodness. Yes. And so I can meet a need, 
you know, with that turkey because even Jesus knew that in order to feed the multitude, in order to preach, that he had to meet the need. So physically we can meet a need and provide some food for a household that may not have it, okay? But I want to be able to meet your need physically but also meet a need spiritually. Yes. And so we have to tie the two together where, you know, people can get fed. It is our extreme pleasure to have such strong community partners such as Viewpoint Health to join us in our journey to recovering individuals as well as systems and procedures. Viewpoint Health offers an array of services and resources for individuals with mental health challenges, substance use challenges, as well as intellectual and developmental disabilities. To connect with them, please visit their website at www.myviewpointhealth.org or you can call 678-209-2411. In the spoken for seven days, you said, you spoke with Jesus, fed the people. So, there we go. So, um, with that being said, are we hot? We're back hot. Gerald, say something. Well, we can hear you good. That's right. Anyway, so, with that being said, um, just shout out to all the people out there, Radio Land. We just want to thank all of y'all, man, for your support, for all your all the phone calls and all the letters and all that kind of stuff that rain in, that let us know and give us direction and purpose. We're here with a plethora of powerful people in our community, and we're talking about turkeys, testimonies. We're talking about Jesus. We're talking about all different kind of things we're talking about. We got some things we ain't even talking about yet. We get ready to talk about. So anyway, with that being said, Keisha, you were saying about why not just turkeys, but turkeys and testimonies and all that stuff. So I, I was saying that in order to really meet the need of a person, you have to be able to meet a physical need as well as meet them spiritually. Don't nobody want to hear what you got to say about the Jesus that you say you serve when they're hungry. Yes. You, you understand? So yes. God, Jesus knew it was important to feed the 5,000, to yes. give them something natural as he had also given them something spiritual. So for t turkeys and testimonies, that's what we're doing. Yes. We're giving people hope. Man, because the Bible says you overcome by the blood of the land the word of your testimony. Yes. So what better way to give somebody hope? that, yeah, you're going through a situation, but man, I've been there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is this is my testimony. I, I've become yeah. a testament of what God can do, not just for me, but for you too. Yeah. So you'll never know that if I don't tell you what he brought me yeah. through. Yeah. And so for me, that's so powerful to do turkeys and testimonies because, you know, we need to see God in action. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's yeah, one yeah. thing that for somebody to preach and, te and beat you over the head with, man, I need to see the God you serve. Yeah. So how better do I see them without having something that's provided for me yes. in that moment. So, man, turkeys and testimony all day. Yeah, I'm with you. And a lot of us were in that place. You know, I used to say, man, I'm from Missouri. You got to show me, right? And so, right. <laughs> and, and I, I, I just, I remember watching people contribute to something that I couldn't see or understand. And, and I'm not saying that was the thing's fault. Maybe it was because my understander was broke, but it, it to me it needs to be tangible and, and and for me i used to smoke some stuff that said don't eat and and i don't care what you were saying either the draw of that or the sound of my stomach growling was louder than what you was talking about and what i was feeling was louder than whatever you were saying it wasn't feeding me and so now 
I don't want to just, like you say, I don't want to just give a tur joke a turkey. I want them to understand where turkeys come from and where they go. That's right. Because a lot of us are turkeys that are past our prime. And we need to understand where do we go in, other than just the plate. You understand what I'm saying? Right. We can go into ministries of service and serve people and, and be purposeful and all those things. Anyway, with that being said, Azab, because you are the creative in the room. And, and, and so let me, <laughs> let me ask you a question. That whole turkeys and testimonies and the, and the whole thing, what is all that? How, how do you process that? What, what is, why turkeys and testimonies and Azab and grit and grace and all that together? And why, why is that impactful? I'm going to take a note from, from Push. Um, and so I feel what she was saying where you have to feed people food but feed the spirituality for them. Yeah. And coming to Grit and Grace with a mental health challenge, yes. my spirituality was shaky. It, yes. was, it, was, it was shaking. And my faith in God was kind of, kind of non-existent yes. when yeah. I first got here. Yes. So me hearing you know all of that about spirituality and God, it didn't really process until I heard authenticity, until I heard other people's testimonies of real life stuff that people are afraid to talk about to mention embarrass and you hear all of that you feel like you're in a place where you can't speak or you got to be ashamed yes. you're around people other people who are letting their testimonies it makes you want to test me that do that yes you know and i want to be just like those people who did it for me yes. to hear somebody else because there's also many other people out there who need to hear that it's okay to let it out. Yes. It's okay to put that, that burden down. Yes. You know, and so that's my whole vision of turkeys and testimony. You're feeding them, but you're feeding their soul also yeah. stuff that they really, really, really need to be fed. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with a little soul food, yeah. ain't it, man? <laughs> so, Gerald, and, and <laughs> Gerald, <laughs> The whole turkey and testimony thing, and, and, and you know, you you on board to give the enemy a black eye at any any point, anyway. But but when we said turkeys and testimonies, you immediately said, <laughs> I'm, "Yeah." So what? Why? Why turkeys and testimonies and one heart and push and great grace and, and when you put all that together, and, and what 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 did it help us understand from your perspective? What what that? Why is all that impactful? Why is that just so impactful? Every part. We lost you. We lost your sound. I'm still here. I'm okay. still here. Okay. I'm still here. I I, I talked pre uh premeditated. I didn't have a leak off. But it's off now. Whether a person believe in God or not, it doesn't matter. God is still real. God is still real. Doesn't matter if they believe he created the world. He did. He did. And nobody's going to be able to prove it unless you can can live the life. Our testimony allows for that to be a true statement. It's not true until you have a testimony about God doing anything great in your life. Otherwise, to another person, he ain't done nothing. To another person, he still ain't real. So the idea of being able to talk about these testimonies as you're being a blessing to somebody else's need is important because it opens the eyes up completely. Um, just like my sister was talking about uh, the, her spirituality and how it was shaky and, and, and so forth. It is, 
My testimony is not just for me. I am like a fruit tree. Fruit trees do not eat or partake of his own. But everybody else benefits from that fruit tree. And that's what I believe that we're like. We're like fruit trees. And everybody else is going to benefit and eat off of us. Those testimonies, the situations that we have from childhood to teenager, young adult, all those things, we'll be able to really, really bring all of that together when we're able to share our testimony. And people are moved by testimonies. They are they're literally moved mentally, physically, spiritually when they hear somebody else did what they went through or went through what they went through and survived. How in the world did you survive? How did you possibly get out of that situation? And then you hit them with Jesus. I I I, I trusted Jesus. And, and and though it was scary the whole single time, he navigated me through it. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have no plan. None of that. He just navigated me to Bill and he navigated me to Tanisha or whatever, whatever. And I began to connect with the right people. I began to be in the right places. And then all these things begin to begin to work out for me. It is the idea of being able to put God where he's supposed to be. In. Now, he's there whether we believe it or not. But it's these testimonies that allow him to be in that place, in that person's part. That is the most important thing is that God begins to have the dominion and the authority and the throne in other people's heart. And our testimony gives that opportunity. Man, that is some really good stuff. Um, with, with that being said, um, I want to go to you, uh, Josh. Um, why is Turkey's testimony something that you're going to participate in? Uh, I think that a lot of businesses and singers, rappers, rich people give out turkeys and it changes somebody's Thanksgiving. But once they get their turkey and leave, they don't give another thought to what happened. Yes. And people that come here sometimes have a stigma on them. And so when people come and get turkeys and then they see people like us who aren't made to be here and tell their story and show change then that gives people something to think about when they leave for themselves uh, a family member a friend somebody they see on the street that they can tell them somewhere that they can go and say that they're doing stuff that's good over here yeah that's good stuff um Hey, ladies, uh, Tanisha's going to be here in just a second. We're doing a radio show, so I'm not ignoring y'all, but she's getting ready to walk in the door, and so I'm just wanting to make sure that y'all knew that we're hot, okay? Go. And unfortunately, we're on another Zoom link, or you would be in the radio show too, right? Yay. But anyway, y'all do what you do. She'll be here in just a second. Um, so with that being said, um, I am grateful I am grateful that we are trying to change our community, not just by saying y'all are wrong, not by saying y'all don't understand us. 
Y'all ain't blah, blah, blah. It ain't a y'all thing. It's a we thing. And, and so I know that there are a lot of things that are challenging our societies today. There are a lot of things that are challenging people's belief systems today. And, and me being one of the very last to arrive at this place called freedom, this place called belief, this place called sanity. You know, say all this is new for me, right? And, and, and just being an ex-terrorist and, and today just trying to understand how to coexist with human beings. Um, just today trying to understand how not to get locked the fuck up. You understand what I'm saying? And how not to beat nobody up. And, and how not to get caught up. And, and how not to uh, zip nobody up in something. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? How not to use a, 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 what, a drawstring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I've never done any good work with a drawstring. You understand what I'm saying? Um, so how not to get caught up in drawstrings and zip ties today. Uh, and and the understand that I can use plastic bags just for my trash can at home. You understand? And, and I'm not riding around with no zip ties and no plastic bags in my car. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I get a detail. They got that stuff over there. Um, that, that's right. Today, I, you know, when they look at my car, and if I do have some tools, call them tools. Don't call them burglary tools. You understand what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? Those are tools, man. You understand? And, and there was a time that if I had a pair of pliers, it was a burglary tool. If I had a screwdriver, it was a burglary tool. And, and, and today, my tools, I got some different tools. And, and Gerald and them told me the weapons of my whole my whole arsenal has changed. The weapons of this war are different. And our car, you know, all that stuff that I get from hanging around with Gerald and Keisha. See, I'm working. That stuff is working for me, right? So anyway, with that being said, um, we are proud partners of the National Alliance on Mental Illness, Rockdale Newton Chapter. NAMI Georgia is an organization of family, friends, and individuals whose lives have been affected by mental challenges. Together, we advocate for better lives for those individuals who have a mental challenge, and we offer support, education, and advocacy as we do so. Please visit the NAMI Georgia website at www.namigeorgia.org. And if you are local to the Rockdale Newton area, we would love to have you join the family. For more information, you can visit www.namirockdalenewton.com or follow their Facebook page at NAMI Rockdale Newton. That is a really good, there she is, yay! Dun, 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 dun. There you go. Uh, y'all coming to a theater near y'all soon. Uh, is Tanisha. So, not only are we doing turkeys and testimonies, but we're doing a lot of other good things as well. And so one of those great things that we're doing, and I know last year on New Year's, we had uh, the comedy show, right? And, and see, I learned things weird. I got weird learning process. So when I was talking to the comedians, and, and I like to laugh, man. I, you know what I'm saying? I, I came from a place where if you were laughing, something might happen to you. So it was about ice grills and, and you know all that. So today, man, 
the joy of the Lord is my strength. Yay. And, and, and today, man, I'm happy because I ain't in trouble. Ain't nobody chasing me. I, I'm not. I got actually got an ID with my face on that thing, man. Huh? You understand what I'm saying? Uh, I got a couple dimes over lunch money. Things are working really well um, for me today. So um, I'm just grateful. I'm just grateful. And, and when I was talking to the comedians and they were saying, yeah, we do comedy. And I'm like, oh, well, that's cool. Well, let's have a thing. And the lady came and said, I got some comedians that come with me. I said, cool, let's do it. Yay, Rob, because you know I'm down to do something. So and I brought everybody, the commissioners and all them, and, and I forgot a couple things. I just missed it, right? Because I can pretty much handle whatever you're doing, whatever you got, run it, right? Uh, okay, there we go. Um, let me make sure that Tanisha has the thing. Uh-oh. Tanisha, I'm trying to make sure I ain't the host. Oh, you got it? Okay, I'm leaving, y'all. Bye, ladies. Yay. Mama Bear's here. Yes, and get, get out of here, Mr. Bear. That's right. Okay, cool. Um, anyway, so with that being said, boy, editor, you got a gig going today, don't you? Anyway, <laughs> so Azar, you um, had a vision and a dream. Because when, when the comedians started doing their comedy, and I remember the commissioner, she said, it was like 1.6 seconds into the comedy show, and she said, Ooh. She said, Bill, I've got some things that I need to go take care of. Because <laughs> the comedian came out with that first. <laughs> you understand? She said, What? I said the same thing. Ooh, he said, <laughs> Commissioner's cool, man. She said, Hey, Bill, I got some things I need to take care of. <laughs> she went straight out the door like Michael Jackson, man. I said, Man, look at her. She's doing it. Anyway, because uh, it was a little spicy. I, I know. Yeah, it was a little spicy. And if you're going to serve a meal, it shouldn't be too spicy for some of the people yeah. that are going to consume it. It's sort of like that 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 food, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That you're indigenous too. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, wow, man, what is that? So, um, you know, because we, we're trying to become more culturally agile. All right. We're, we're trying to understand how to be a we with nobody's feelings getting hurt, that's nobody's right. stuff. You understand what we I'm saying? And that's a process. That's a process, and, and um, I'll tone mine down. So, because yeah, I don't want anybody to leave before this miracle happens. I don't want anybody to feel like that's why when they ask us what's the dress code, is what you got. You, you understand sure. what I'm saying? Um, that's why I can always appreciate, um, you know, when you're about that life, <laughs> you don't change, you don't lose it. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, this year. Azai had a vision for the showcase. So tell us about the vision for the showcase and what's going to happen on New Year's. Tell us. Oh my God. The showcase didn't have anything to do with my vision. It has everything to do with the people here at Grit and Grace and their gifts. I just happened to be overhearing what people were saying and just sitting down and having conversations. Because somebody sat down and had a conversation with me and I started coming out and so I just started having conversations and just noticing, wow, you can you can sing, you can you can rap, you can play. 
you know and I was like oh my god and when they come in here they have this this shadow but when you talk to them about their gifts they light up I've seen some people their whole persona just change just talking about their gifts and I was like you know we we should do something with these gifts, you know, and so we sat down, talked about it. it. Was like, you know, we having a new year's. That would be the perfect time to go into the new year where they could really, really shine. And we have some serious, serious, serious acts. I mean, it is amazing the type of stuff that people are able to do here. And I'm look so forward to to just getting that show on the road. It's going to be awesome. Yes, yes, yes. And, and so you got ride or die with you, man. And, and <laughs> yeah, and, and so. <laughs> Because it reminds me of the cowboy movie, the dude kept playing the piano no matter what happened. The piano man. Anyway, so you got your own piano man. Um, and, and why, man? Why did you sign on for that crew? Um, I feel like I feel like I can bring the the sound to life. Like with people whispering, I can make into something that's said on a loudspeaker. Yeah. And let them speak to everybody in the in the vicinity. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So and and also I I think that you guys um bring a yeah, 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 because there are probably, and a lot of people hang on Jesus, right? And yeah, I, I was one of the main, main people. I remember talking to my pastor many years ago, and I said to him, I said, it's too bad they didn't have camcorders back then. Because if they would have had camcorders, I, if I could see it, I could believe it. He said, <laughs> he said, that's not their fault, that's your fault. And I'm like, well, how's it my fault that they didn't have camcorders? No, it's not, anyway, but. I believe it now. You understand what I'm saying? My point is, you don't have to have a camcorder, but that's not the point. If you do have a camcorder, then you can probably put it to use and give people an opportunity to see some things that they might not see if you didn't flash it up on the screen. Today is a different world. It's a different society. This is the society of what we learned behind the tree when we were playing um, what we call hide and seek. It what we call it something else. <laughs> <laughs> we got pastors in the room. Them was doing I it too, say. but we, we ain't gonna get to that part. But see. anyway, cause, cause, but my point is, today, man, our 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 the, the people are learning. They know some stuff that you didn't figure out till you was in your twenties, man. You understand? And they're clicking and swiping and ticking and liking and, and all that kind of stuff. It's a whole different learning process today, oh, yeah. man. And and we have to meet that negative with a positive that is as powerful. That's why people always say, why do you talk so loud? Because I don't want you jokers going to sleep while I'm talking. Right. That's why I talk right. loud, right? And and so, you know, I, and I'm grateful. But when I was listening to you guys and you came in and you and I had a conversation that changed my life. And, and and that's when you wasn't having conversations with a lot of people. See? <laughs> so I felt like I feel privileged. <laughs> yes, because yes, I just happened to be walking by, and and you know, but I I did a lot of time in prison, so I've been around cool people before who ain't doing do a lot of talking. You understand know what I'm saying? Right. And, and those people, you might not want to talk to them if they ain't talking to you because they might you, you, you know. Right. So anyway, but I took a chance. 
Right. Well, I've taken some chances before. That some that ended up with me taking L's, but I've got some W's too, right? And I, I remember saying, um, I don't mean to intrude on your space. You know, all the apologetics at first. And, and uh, <laughs> But anyway, that conversation matured into a relationship that is changing everything as we know it. And, and I don't know why, but she said, you know, I just want you to know that the me you see is not the me you always want. You know, I mean, I'm like, I'm the same way. But the difference is, I used to be despicable, right? And, and there's different people, we got different messages. That's right. Right? And, and, and today, I'm under the misconception I'm doing better. That's not everybody's story. And, and so, so just so that I would not be laboring under a misconception, and you shared a little content with me, boy. And when I seen, I said, "Ooh!" My brain started saying, "Boy, we can change the world. <laughs> we can change the world if I can get her to give me permission to put this deal." Anyway, and that's the God part. Amen. That's the part about seeing gifts in other people, and then just creating a space where that becomes. Automatic thing where those gifts just come out. Yes. Just to, um, what just going by what our brother was saying online um, about your faith. There is nothing that nobody can tell me that there that make me believe that there is not a higher power because when you like you said that conversation, I wasn't talking to nobody. Yes. I didn't want nobody near me. Get away from me. And now I have people just coming to sit down. Yes. I want to talk to you. Can we? Can yes. you, and and yeah, yeah, and yeah. and I welcome. Yes. That. Yes. Because of what grit and grace and, and, and what the power of this place does. Yes. I'm just so overwhelmed and blessed to be here. Yes, I, I watch it all the time, man. I was when I walked in there to get the thing, and I was <laughs> Yes, I, I'm sold out. Yes. See, I'm sold out, man. I'm sold out to this miracle that is each and every one of us. And and what I I just say to myself, if that was combinant, if all these flashbulbs were going off at the same time, <laughs> the, it would blind the world, right? And that's sure. what I want to do. I want to blind them um, because that's who our God is. Um, anyway, with that being said, um, I, I just want you guys to know how grateful I am. And I want to ask you one more question before we go. What vision do you have? In, in, all of us have successes, hopes, and dreams. Um, or we should, could, or would have dreams, uh, um, you know, just what would it look like if, yeah, that kind of thing. And Gerald, I want to start with you. Um, what is your vision? What is your, your, your destiny mission? What is that vision? What does that look like? What is that? And I know that, I, I understand that we don't even assume to know, but I know we're purposeful in the, the creation of such, what does it look like for you, um, your your life's work, your your legacy, that that thing that you're striving for each and every person that you come into contact with, Gerald? What is that all about for you? Oh, oh man, um, I was. This was a few years ago. I was. I just not too long ago moved to Conyers, um, and. I was driving down 138 and I was heading to the house and uh, I passed by McDonald's, I passed by McDonald's 
And I know I distinctively heard God say, you will serve over 10 billion. Mm. I kind of shook it off because of, you know I wasn't real sure. That's a, that's a big number. And then I heard it again, you will serve over 10 billion. And I, I can I can honestly say I have accepted that. That is my that is now my vision. As a pastor, it is not to preach in any specific place, it's not to go a whole bunch of places and preach, it's not to be preaching at part place on the pulpit. It is specifically to serve over 10 billion people. And whatever that looks like, whether I'm helping the flat tire or counseling them, mm -hmm. I'm serving them. My goal is to serve people yeah. and to serve the amount of people I know I heard God tell me to serve. And it doesn't sound elaborate or anything, but that's going to be my legacy. Yes. King of business, man. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. You know, Daryl, I remember, uh, you know, I'm slow, man. I, I'm, I'm slow and everybody knows that. I, I'll never forget your testimony when we did our first radio show. And, and, and you know, I, I, I had had absolutely no idea where we were headed, right? I didn't know who we were. <laughs> and, and, and I remember it like it was yesterday. I remember like it was yesterday. And, and I remember you saying, I knew it was a, a hazardous environment. I knew that I was I was dirty, I was greasy in there, joint man. I, yeah, and I didn't leave. I <laughs> posted up, man. You understand what I'm saying? And and, and I, I, I'm, you know, that's transformative for me. Um, so, um, Josh, I, I want to ask you. So, what is your destiny vision? What What is that? What is that? Um, I I think to, to teach other addicts or their families about addiction. When I was in rehab. Um, we had a lot of counselors that came in and spoke, and they spoke clinical terms. And when they would leave, you got a lot of people from different backgrounds, and it was going over their head. Yes. And I'm able to explain it yeah. to where they can understand what it is. Because it doesn't matter how good the information is that you're putting out, and nobody understands what you're saying. <coughs> That is so powerful. That is so powerful. That that you know, and, and anyway, that's just powerful. When I hear other people's vision and mission, and I, ooh, man, but anyway, Red, what what is your what is your legacy vision, man? You know, uh, I like the fact you guys talk about testimony because testimony got me here. Yeah. Hearing somebody else's testimony and then believing in the word. Yeah. You talk about Jesus. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I heard the truth. And the truth hit my gut. Like when I was when I was dope sick. Yes. That's how good the truth hit myself. And I know for a fact that and that I can't wake myself up in the morning. There's a higher part that wakes me up. I can't believe that I used to believe that that package I had on the side of my bed was my wake up. I used to call it my wake up. Yes. I used to call it my wake up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I thank Almighty God for other people's testimony that let me know that's not my wake up. Yeah, right. My wake up lived within me. Yes. You know what I mean? The Holy Spirit that lives within me. Yes. You know? That that let me know that, hey, today is I made history. It's a brand new day. Yes. I ain't gotta think about going and getting a bag of dope 
or a bag of coke, or sniffing nothing, or drinking nothing. Yes. All I gotta do is just breathe and have gratitude. Yes. Thank you, Almighty God, for waking me up to see another day. Yes. I ain't telling, you can open the blinds. I remember, I didn't want the blinds to be open. That's right. Don't like it. Yeah. I don't want to see no light at all time. Let me stay in the dark. Yeah. But now I'm willing yeah. and excited to see the light that God gives yeah. to me and everybody. Yeah. You know, um, I have to believe in Because see, God created everything. And I heard somebody was worshiping the sun. God created the sun. Yes. He created the moon. He created the stars. He created rain. He created everything. Yeah. So the only person I could watch was him. Because he's the Alpha and the Omega. That's right. You know that what I mean? Sense. And coming here to Christian Grace, I see the opportunity to expand my brains towards recovery like I asked you today. I need to fill the application. Because I came here and you and you reminded me, I want to thank you for that, to come to the one-on-one yes. class that I had here. Yes. And that was the very first class I ever had on that tip. Yes. And I'm still excited about it. Yes. And I want to learn more. And the only way I can learn more, I got to make that. Yeah, that's right. You know, I'm, I'm a joker that in, in high school, they thought I was going to make it through high school. That's right. But I got a diploma. That's right. It might be all D's and some C's, but I got a diploma. One. That's right. My, 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 my health teacher called me at, on my birthday. I just turned 69. And she said, I had to call you. She said, because I never thought you lived to see 24. That's right. That's what she said, you That's know? Right. Because where I was living during high school and yeah. through my youth, I was living crazy. Yeah. My parents brought me up right, but I went on the other side. Right. But the key to that is this, they brought me up right. So when I got on the right road, I recognized it. Yep. I ain't going off it. Right. I don't care what happened. That's right. So, Azaz, let me ask you a question. What is your destiny vision? What, what is it? I want to capture the essence of recovery. I've, I've loved all things arts for far back as I can remember. And I thought I had a set idea of what I was going to do with that until I kind of got myself into some stuff yeah. and God rerouted yeah. what I thought I was going to do yeah. into what he wanted me to do. Yeah. And I think this whole recovery journey has really regulated a lot of things in my perspective of just people and life and things that people go through. And I want to capture all of that to to really change how people look at other individuals, yes. how you feel their situations, no matter who they are. Mm -hmm. I want to capture all that and tell that story to really move people to start having these conversations outside of Conyers, just everywhere. Yes, you know. So I, that's what I feel like. That's my calling at this point. Yeah, man. And I got the Azar video too. So I feel like when we was at the. Uh, Parkinson. Yeah, 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 I got it. I don't know about nobody else. Um, Marquel, what is your destiny vision, man? Um I just I wanna I wanna be part of what's new 
in music and just everything that that I'm doing now, I wanna I wanna be able to do that and I wanna be able to, you know, show show the vision that people be hiding from. Like a lot of people rap about the streets and this, that and the third and don't they they not really part of that. And they, they what they hiding from, I wanna bring that to life. That's good stuff, man. The truth will set us free, right? Keisha, what is your destiny vision? Kingdom. Kingdom. And that's 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 it. Um you know, I wanna see us as a body of Christ operating in the way that the, the example of the kingdom. That means many colors, many shapes, many forms, many lifestyles. Yes. But one kingdom. And all the whole kingdom looking like God. And that's our assignment is to bring to establish the kingdom of God on the earth. So when we start looking like the kingdom, the corporate body, you know, working together, building, this is what you do yes. at Grit and Grace. You, you are so kingdom man, it don't even make any sense because, you know, we go to these buildings and religion and all this stuff, but then you come to a grit and grace and you see the true example of a kingdom. It may not sound like it to most people, yep. you know, maybe the, the, the verbiage is not articulate the way some people think it should be, but man, this is so kingdom for me yep. because you bring people together and you right here in grit and grace, you build what's been broken. Yep. You see lives transformed. That's what this is about, yep. transformation and restoration. And so what my vision is, kingdom, right. all day, every day. What about you, Shante? What is your vision, your destiny vision? Um, pretty much what everybody said. Um, it's definitely um, showing people love, meeting people where they are. A lot of people cast judgment on people, you know, different backgrounds, different religions or whatever. But just to bring, if you, if you show people love and support, I believe, it don't matter what they believe in or what their background or the hopeless situation that they're in, that you can love and support them and maybe they'll get up. You know what I yes. mean? Maybe they'll get up and be a better person or, yes. you know, pursue their dreams and, like she said, their visions, their cultivate their gifts and, you know, support people. Yes. And then they'll get up, hopefully. Well, yep, hopefully. And so for me, you know, mine is pretty simple. Uh, my destiny vision, uh, and that's why I surround myself by destiny warriors, because guess what? It enhances the vision. Uh, obviously, my destiny vision is pretty simple because I'm a pretty simple little guy. Um, just praying for knowledge of God's will and the ability to carry that out mm -hmm. for my life. Because I've tried everything else, you understand? And, and I rode in everybody else's car. So now I'm getting in the God car. And, and when you get in the God car and you got pastors in here and you got all different kinds of stuff. And if you didn't want it, then just you get you get back in that greasy car. You <laughs> was on the highway to hell. You can drive in that one, right? Or you can come over here, ride with us. We got two or three hundred turkeys in the back of the car, right? Mm -hmm. and, and and it's like for real. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. There's no limit. We got numbers like ten thousand. You understand? Hundred thousand, man. You understand? We got the helicopters, the landing turkeys on the roof, and all that kind of stuff. But back to my vision. Praying for knowledge of God's will, the ability to carry that out, or die trying. That's it. Yeah. Because I tried everything else to die trying that. That's and right. grace kept me here. So I might as well go ahead and grace. do this thing, man. Anyway, with that being said, uh, everybody out there to hear the sound of my voice, November 21st, uh, it's on the Tuesday, Written Grace, 1400 Parker Road, the partnership with One Heart, GNO, Girls Night Out, and um, Push Ministries. We are coming together and we are getting ready to serve. We're getting ready to serve with our whole hearts and, and um, let people understand what's on the inside of us and, and 
you know, people need to see you eat, man. Because that, that's, I didn't even think, I, you know, I used to think other people were perfect and I was just abominable. And, and as a result of that, I didn't want to try any crossovers. You understand? Mm. I wanted to stay over here and, and let y'all stay over there. And, and then I ain't got to change. <laughs> I can stay greasy and grimy yes. and, and all that. And, and, and you know, when, when you come across, and I'm grateful that I came across, and, and I'm grateful that when I came across, people like y'all were here. And, and um, I got to be perfect to do it, but I can just try to be better every day. Um, so 1400 Parker Road from 2 to 5 p.m. We're going to be giving away turkeys as many as we can while supply lasts, turkeys and stuff. And then after that, from 6 to 8, we are going to get a Superman eat on. And, and if you don't know who our Superman is, then you, you missed the whole broadcast. So this thing will be replayed on Thursday at, tw at 1 o'clock. So if you missed the two, if you missed the Wednesday at 12, then tune back in and you'll find out who our Superman is. And, and he did not come from uh, wherever that was Buddy came from. <laughs> yep, he didn't come from there because he was here first. Got him. Right? Anyway. <laughs> Yes. Jesus. Yes. Yes. Jesus. So, Superman. with that being said, man, I want to thank y'all for taking time out your busy schedule. Um, I, we probably went way over. Uh, we probably got a whole show on this one. But anyway, y'all come out, get your eat on, be amazed, and bring your testimony with you. Yes. All right, y'all. Absolutely. As always, I like to encourage everyone to create positive connections. How you can do that with us is you can stay connected with us by visiting our website. Our website is rockdalesteppingup.com. If you go to the bottom of that webpage, there's a little stay connected tab, which will take you to a library of our monthly newsletters. In that monthly newsletter, we always have a commissioner's corner, which is a message from Dr. Doreen Williams telling about the Rockdale Stepping Up initiative, as well as other things that we are doing in the recovery community. We also select a champion of recovery, which is a person in recovery sharing their recovery story and a message of hope. We also select a champion of change, which is one of our partners in the community who is making a positive impact in the world around them. We also list several different resources, apps, events, community announcements. Again, we invite all of you all to follow Grit and Grace on all of their social media platforms on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. We're listed under Grit and Grace RCO. And if you would like to continue to keep hearing these messages, the ones just like you've heard today, please tune in to Category 10 ENT on the His Hop Network every Wednesday at 12 noon and Thursdays we replay at 1 p.m. If you cannot listen at those times, we do have a podcast and we're listed on seven different platforms, y'all. We're on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, and iTunes, which is Apple Podcasts. So y'all keep coming back. Thank you for tuning in and feeding your recovery with another episode of the Recovery Hour. Remember that you can stay connected with us by following us on Facebook and Instagram at Grit and Grace RCO, or just keep coming back every Wednesday at 12 noon. Until then, and as always, cherish the chips you hold.